Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Power Nine Podcast. My name is Mick. I'm one of your hosts, alongside the blood artist Edwin Tan. Hey, Mick. Yeah. Hello. Uh. Yeah. Back to back. Had my coffee. Had some. No, we didn't have coffee. Had a iced iced chocolate drink, malt drink thing. Iced chocolate. Uh, thing. for those of you, to open expeditions for us, but no, no, it's happen. not working. There must be something else. We <laughs> must find the. We must find the new Milo. Uh, for those of you in America who are listening, Milo. Uh, go go Google Milo. It's uh, it's a big thing here. In, it's an Australian it's, drink. It's an Australian drink that made yeah. its way into Southeast Asia. In fact, in China, uh, well, in China you can still find Milo, but um, in Japan I don't think you can find Milo a lot, right? Yeah, I don't know. Chocolate malt drinks, uh, just like Horlicks. Horlicks is a wheat malt drink. Okay, anyway, uh, right. Let's get on with the show. Yeah. No pre, no pre-show preamble. Yeah, do all the this thing. With, yeah, whatever. Where uh, can we find us? Yes. Okay. So remember, you're listening to the Power Nine podcast every week. We are with the number one MTG Cup podcast. Uh, that is called Power Nine podcast. Unless there's somebody else out there who happens to rename their show to Power Nine podcast and does marginally better than we do, because we do pretty well, I guess. Uh. We have four That's listeners huge on Yeah, we four have four listen- stitches listeners on Stitcher. <laughs> we are doing pretty well. <laughs> we're doing pretty well. Okay. Uh, yeah, you can find us on power9podcast.com. You can find us on mtgcast.com. Uh, you can find us on iTunes and you can find us on uh, Stitcher. Um, you can also find us on power9podcast.com, uh, facebook.com slash power9podcast. Uh, leave us a message over there. You can find us uh, on Instagram, Power9Podcast, at Power9Podcast. And you can find us on Twitter, at Power9Podcast. The 9 is a number 9. Yes, so on with the show. Uh, this week, let's we've got a lot of news to go through this week. Bands and bands band and bands. Band list, new band, band list, modern band, band list. Band. Commander okay. band list. Popper band list. Everything, uh, something else, yeah. everything is banned. Yeah. It's bad. It's like a bad how season. Google is banned in China. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I was going to make a very bad pun, but uh, yeah, uh, I don't want the ratings to drop even lower. Well, otherwise, I, the, I, otherwise I, the other I, podcast I, named Power Nine Podcast will just like overtake. I doubt us. it can go any lower. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's start off with our weekly segment, My Week in Magic. Uh, this week you didn't play a lot, right? I didn't play at all, apart yeah. from previous. Oh, you didn't play, yeah, but that was yeah. Um, well, I guess you would consider that my your week because I guess so. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the only time I played Magic. Yeah, but we talked about the pre-release. Week. I mean, we talked about a pre-release like last week. So listen to yeah. episode number forty-six where we talk about our pre-release. Um, you know, our pre-release um experience. Uh, I'm gonna be playing today. I played. I played a lot this week. Uh, well, more than more than. Well, you played. You usual. played modern. You went to draft. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, uh, because the the draft, the F and M draft is already <laughs> oath, right? It, it's yeah, released it's off, on Friday. Yep. So, yeah. so um, yeah, I got to I got to play modern. I'm still rocking the uh, the. Um, I should have passed you the deck. Yeah, you sh- yeah, man. I, I why I want I want to try the Eldrazi. Yeah. I want to try the black white Eldrazi version. Uh, it's good. You know, it does feel. 
inherently, inherently powerful. Yeah, yeah, man, we got a lot. Of, we got a lot of comments. <coughs> uh, maybe not a lot, but we got a few comments on people saying like, "Oh, I was I was going to just stop listening to the show yeah, just yeah. because you guys say like, oh, it's a no." He was lightning referring bolt. Lightning to bolt, your yeah. comment about lightning bolt, Wasteland Strangler being a lightning, a lightning bolt. bolt. Yeah, I told you. It's not. Okay, fine. It's a removal. It's a really good. See, removal. now we have someone who hates you. Whatever. Good. Yeah, send us them hate mail, yo. Uh. So uh yeah, but it's that deck is that deck is really strong. Uh I did play with my um my killing wave Blood Artist, Blood killing Artist wave. deck, yeah. Uh I really have no idea how to name that deck because it's not an aristocrats deck. Although I should put uh you know, I should put aristocrats in that deck. Uh yeah, I should. Why am I not running aristocrats? I don't mm. know. Yeah. God damn it. Anyway, uh so yeah, I'm still rocking that deck. It's fine. It it works. Uh I play against eight rack. Uh still loving the deck? Yeah, still liking the deck quite a lot. But I want I do want to utilize my Aether Vials, so I'll probably make an allies or uh we were just talking about a Vile Drazi deck. Uh good luck with that. Yeah, I don't think it I don't think it will be very good, but there are very interesting new Eldrazi that are here. Uh I still have not gotten my hands on uh, my thought not seers. Your thought not seers. I gave you one already. Yeah, okay, they are quite expensive like, now. So I relinquished one. Uh, to I think. You. I think. Uh, I still like them. They uh, they are okay. They are good. To drop, drop. They're good, but they're gonna drop. More. Like yeah. uh, you know, they started off at like eight bucks, and now they're like fifteen bucks. Um, and uh, but I think they'll they'll drop like they'll drop pretty far. This it's gonna be a Tasigur kind of situation, yeah. Yeah, I think I think it will be like um, so Tasigur now it's really cheap. The non falls are sitting at two three USD. Yeah, but I that's think it's also because it's, they reprinted uh, it. In they reprinted the, it in one of the event decks. Yeah, in the uh, uh wow, yeah, what well, that whatever deck event deck, yeah. So um, ultimate sacrifice, but. The foil is still around thirty ish. Yeah. Yeah. So like the foils are the foils are expensive because uh well it's they're just more they're they're rarer and uh yeah, modern's driving the prices, legacy is driving the prices, so you know foil prices are crazy. Yeah. Uh like, when, when like, you like if you're talking about Tarsigur, the foil multiplier is like ten times. Yeah, when you use them in eternal formats, foils are just crazy yeah, foils are, expensive. Like, I don't know. It's just weird because even Snapcaster is not ten times. Well, Snapcaster is like maybe sixty dollars, and then the foil is two hundred. I guess. Yeah, one two hundred. So it's like two, three, four times. Yeah, but you also can't. You know, you you. Uh, that that card is that card well, is very powerful and it's rare, but uh, let's say like for Tasigur, like he, uh, if they had not reprinted it, it would probably be, uh, you a know, a five yeah, a five yeah, or six dollar card yeah, uh, right where there. you know where the foil price you know that's a four five times more oh, foil yeah. multiplier Actually, so right. that's about Pro- probably because uh, well, okay then proportionately it's not, it's not yeah. a good comparison to yeah. compare with uh, Snapcasters then uh, it's like. <laughs> Uh, on the converse side, it would be Oblivion Sower, where you have like the normal card and the foil that's printed with the Eldrazi versus Zendika deck, just like a dollar difference yeah. between the well, two. Well, uh, the dual deck foil has not been really. They don't. They don't correlate with uh, normal foil prices. Yeah, of course. They, they are yes. more or less equal to the non-foil prices of the card. Yeah, exactly. So like yeah. that one, you have. 
like a hell lot of supply and that's because and that it, it's and like how you reprint Tasigu and then like the Tasi, price of Tasigu falls down uh, drops and then like you print this foil but this foil is like it's not valuable yeah. it's the, the face value of the card is just uh, how the non-foil version would be you know so yeah just a little bit of finance for you yeah and well speaking of the Eldrazi versus uh Zendikar uh, deck it's yeah. value has it gone up right has it well gone up? cards in the deck went up basically there is uh, Eldrazi one temple. Eldrazi temple and Oblivion Sour both there are them. two Eldrazi temples no just one one oh okay yeah. alright uh, yeah and Oblivion Sour Oblivion what Sour. else is there uh, Avengers yeah Avengers of Zendikar yeah. Well, yeah. The, the cards that are more than five dollars it's really just Eldrazi temple and um, Oblivion Sour that's it right yeah even Avengers of Zendikar, like, they reprinted it, like, one other time. Uh, did uh, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, it was in some... I can't remember which deck. But the, I thought this duo deck is... Uh, <laughs> it's actually not bad because uh, there's Eat That Betrays. I think oh, yeah, yeah. Eat That Betrays, Eat that betrays is still, bit, yeah, yeah. still has some value. Um, And then, uh, well, Fogboat has went down already. But, yeah, because uh, of uh, MM2. Oh, well. Anyway... Uh, so yeah and I got to draft last night and uh, I I thought yeah, I drafted it? a decent deck it was it was fun my first pack first pick was Reality Smasher so it's quite a crazy bomb for 5 mana you got 5-5 five, five, Trample Haste uh, I made my opponent discard a Scourge of Valakut uh, because on that same turn he, I he spawned, had to yeah. kill you he had to try to kill it yeah. otherwise he'd be screwed uh and so I made him discard his bomb because he couldn't cast it the turn before. Uh, yeah, and <laughs> it's a it's a powerful card. Like it's you know no no joke. No it's, shit, Sherlock. Yeah, man. But yeah, it's 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 good. It's so good. Um, uh, yeah. But the rest of my draft was, uh, well, I was trying to push it to become colorless. Um, but I gave up too many blinding seers. Like I saw a few blinding seers, but I picked up uh the colorless lens instead mm. when blinding seer is really very good in um in limited like that card is that card is powerful uh it's a two mana two mana one three you pay one gen- uh one colorless mana and uh you can tap target and you know you tap target creature it's it's very powerful uh if your deck has at least five or six colorless sources holdout settlement is very good uh, what's that? Unknown Shores is also a very powerful enabler. Are you, are you sure it's called Blinding Seer? I think it's not called. It's Blinding not Blinding Seer. Nope. Oh Something man, like I I forget what's the card name. Oh, I have it here. I have it in in this thing. Blinding Drone, not Blinding yeah. Seer. Blinding, Blinding Drone. Seer is something else. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, Blinding Drone is is very. It's a very powerful card. Like this is you know it it it's a staple in uh control decks. Uh. Yeah, I had like retreat to Kazandu. I had I basically played a ramp deck uh that ramped into uh Reality Smasher, into uh what's that six mana six mana vigilance guy six six vigilance dude uh Eldrazi Behemoth. Is it Behemoth? No. Uh whatever. And um the uh that seven six trample seven six hexproof trample guy in green. So yeah, it basically ramps out into those bombs and like everything in between. The five mana, there's one five mana ally which is a five four vigilance trample, uh, and yeah, I had that drone that allows you to 
to give somebody else flying. Oh, so yeah, okay. it was, it's quite it's, it's quite a. I I was pretty happy with the deck. I out aggroed an aggro deck. So how uh, how is it so yeah. like to draft the like? Do you need to actively draft waste? Yes. Like how? When do you know you need to so, start drafting waste? So okay, I think that uh, out of all the well, granted packs, you you mentioned your first pack. First pick was uh, reality, reality smasher. smasher. Okay, so, so so here's the here's the thing. Like you have to go two direct. There's two directions to go. The first one is okay. The casting cost is colorless. So you could have if if all you are doing is to have uh let's say the casting cost to be colorless, right? You could play you could not need to play uh to take the wastes, although wastes are good or like uh colorless lands like crumbling vestige and holdout settlement. Uh these are very good cards for to enable uh to enable this. Uh you could play creatures that produce drones or spells that produce uh drones. Because the casting cost is just like a one-off payment, mm. and that's fine. So that's the way I I decided to go, uh, until I realized it was a mistake. When you should be taking uh blinding drones instead of uh I don't know I don't know what stupid things I was taking I was picking up. I was trying to go white blue, and then my second pack was that Sylvan Advocate guy. Okay. I was like, yeah, my first pack wasn't. My first pack was like a smorgasbord. Uh, the second pack the second pack first pick was uh, Silver Advocate so, like, 2 mana for 2-3 Vigilance dude uh, it gets plus 2 plus 2 Wait, if you control 7, yeah, six, seven or more lands no 6 or more six lands, more lands. Uh, and your man lands become like plus 2 plus 2 as well so hmm, this uh, this seems pretty good pretty good I'm, I'm, I'm gonna keep this guy like and, uh, and then like you know I had ram I had ram spells before that already mm. so it was easier for me to get up to that 6 lands uh yeah, so I made that mistake and then I realized like yeah, I gave up too many blindings here. Somebody else is gonna be drafting that deck down the road. Uh which means that I'm not gonna get as many colorless sources. So I have to go the Eldrazi create spawns and Eldrazi route. Although whenever a wastes came in, I would pick that. Holdout settlement is 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 pretty damn good. Like just full stop. Uh so yeah, the the draft went the draft went pretty well. I won two out of three games. I lost to this crazy control deck who who did take all the blinding blinding drones. So yeah, he knew what's going on. Yeah, he he knew what's going on. I think I think that group was playing like the night before, uh, on like Friday morning, Friday early in the morning. Uh, so yeah, they this is quite an interesting set to draft. Uh, although we were not playing the official uh, draft rules, we were playing two Gatewatch, uh, two Gatewatch packs and one uh, uh, and one BFZ. BFZ. When it's supposed to be two BFZ and one Gatewatch, but it's still fun. Say that. What? No, it's fine. You can run any type of event. You oh, could really? be playing. Yeah, you could be playing it's like just, three. Well, two two BFZ and one Oath is just suggested. Uh yes. For best experience. Yeah. Well, two OG two OGW is pretty damn fun too, so yeah. Uh, actually, two OGW is like really damn fun. Uh, okay, so oh, yeah, I I can't wait to draft. Yeah, man, let's draft. I'm gonna draft the hell. Well, out of basically, this I can't gonna, wait to open packs. Yeah, can get my expeditions on. Uh, my okay. box. What I want to open my box. Yeah. Hmm. Uh. Okay. So let's move on to. 
Uh, the news. The news. Let's not do that. list. Okay, so let's talk about the first set of band lists. Yeah, with the release of Oath of Gatewatch. The one that doesn't matter to us the most. Pauper. Popper, okay. Uh, well, Cloud of Fairies is, is banned. banned. Okay, Popper. so for those of you who don't know what Cloud, Cloud of Fairies is, it's a two mana, one blue, one generic. It's a one one fairy. It's got flying. Uh, it's also got cycling. But when Cloud of Fairies and uh, cycling for two, uh, two generic, when Cloud of Fairies comes on to, uh, enters the battlefield, untap up, up to, to two lands. lands. So Cloud of Fairies is really good because it's a free spell. Uh. And guess what? Cloud Fairies also activates Surge. That's yeah. why it's probably banned. Really? Yes. I don't think so. I think it's because <coughs> well, Cloud no. Fairies is just it's just powerful. Cloud Fairies is powerful. Yes, Fairy. it did. You know, you'd have to uh, fight. You know, it has to fight. Uh, it has to pump out. Um, what's that? Cloud. Uh, stutter spell stutter spell, spell stutter, stutter sprite. sprite. Yeah. God damn it! Getting my tongues all. all, all, all. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Cloud of Fairies uh sets you up for spells spell starter sprite. But <coughs> now Cloud of Fairies sets you up for search. Uh, what two mana search spells are there? You ask. I don't know. Let's go find out. Uh, but yeah, you that know. removal that we were just talking about. Oh one. yeah, goodness, that's such a and that's a common card. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, that is yes. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, so you know it is, you know it just it just sets you up like there's no, uh, there's no yeah there's no um, uh, what you call it? What was I gonna say? Well, it's basically a free spell. Yeah, it's a free spell. There's no there's no drawback. Uh, that's what I was gonna say. There's no drawback. Uh, so the okay, so search common cards. Uh, Boulder Salvo, which is the removal, which is really quite good. Comparative analysis. Uh, which mana. allows you to draw, uh, yeah, three mana for two cards. Or you can cast uh the Sphinx. Uh, what Sphinx? Oh, the Joao yeah. Sphinx. Oh yeah. Is it common or common? <gasps> oh my it's goodness, common, right? it's a common card. Yeah, so oh man. Uh, okay, so that's why Cloud of Fairies is banned. I people. Don't know. Maybe not. I think I think. No, dude, come on. I turn three, Cloud turn three. You cast Cloud of Fairies and you cast uh that's No, I think Cloud of Fairies is it's some kind of enabler in. Popper as well. Some no, combo, it's not. Combo. It's not that much of an enabler in Popper. It it sets you up for a spell spell starter, and that's about it. Because like you can cast, uh, you go if you're on the back foot, uh, you can cast spell starter. Uh, sorry, you can pass cast. Uh, what you call it? Um, uh, cloud fairies into another cloud fairies, and sets you up for a big spell starter sprite. If you're one turn behind. Otherwise, you can cast a spell, uh, Cloud of Fairies, and be ready for a counter for that turn. So it's um, you know, this search thing does make a big difference. Uh, you know, you can imagine like, mm, Goblin Free Runner. No, yeah, the, just the Joao Avenger. Just you know, it, it's it's wow, cool. We already gave uh. Yeah, Cloud of Fairies too much airtime. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Okay, uh, good that taken. it's banned. Good that it's banned. Uh, okay, Next and one. then do we want to do Commander or Modern? Uh, that's Modern. 
Uh, first? Yeah. Summer Bloom is banned. Splinter Twin is banned. So Summer Bloom... Okay, so Splint... Oh, man. So I we'll don't understand do, this. We'll don't... do it one by one. Okay. Summer Bloom. Let's do Summer Bloom first. It's not going to make the deck unplayable. It's just going to make the deck slower. slower. Okay, the deck is still powerful. Well, It's just a little bit slow. No, the deck becomes less powerful and like much less powerful. The reason why the deck was good is because... Uh, you could s- first turn amulet, yeah, and second, second turn, turn like bloom, kill, and then I no, you know, could go like summer, summer bloom, bloom land, six mana, p titan. Uh, no, you don't I even don't need what do you do? six mana. Six mana, you just go hive mind and pack. Ah, that's okay. it. So like potentially it's a turn two killer. Fine, that's that's all fine and dandy. No, that's but, not uh, magic. That's not. No, I know that's not magic. But how many times do you do that? I'm like, sure you. No, the what's his name? Um, uh, what's his name? The pro tour. One of the pro tours, like they were doing an interview. Uh, out of how many games, like you know, out of how many games that you play, like have you ever done the turn two kill? Yeah, once in like a hundred playtest mm-hmm. games. Like it, it rarely happens. You really need the magical Christmas land for even if you don't do that. Happen. A turn two P Titan is quite powerful. A turn two P Titan is quite powerful, but it still dies to you know certain types of removal. Well, well, yeah, you're gonna to get like the yeah, all kinds of removal. So. That's true. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, the deck is not consistent at all. Like you would need very specific cards to pull off this, you know, turn two amaze. Yeah, well, this turn two amaze balls thing. Uh, the magical Christmas land. Yeah, then it's not going to matter so much whether or not Summer Bloom is banned because if if you're no, saying the combo is not consistent, yes, the combo is not consistent. But you know, uh, that's what that's what makes the deck really really fun to play or really really fun to play against. Uh, am I going to die this turn? Did no. I not? You know, did yes. I not keep the hand with the spell? Uh, what's that spell snare? Uh, you know, of I think I think it makes the deck fairer. It makes the deck a bit more fair. It makes the deck a lot slower. Like I mean, a lot slower. I mean, turn it's two, still you go to combo queue. No, uh, you can't. You you go turn two and you put Azusa on the board, and then that's it. Like then then turn three. Turn three is when you can go off. Yeah, that's about it. Like that's good enough. Fine. Okay, we're pushing it back like one turn. Um. And and even then, and like, Azusa is easier to remove than yeah. uh, than Summer Bloom, and then that's true. That's true. Off. So like it, it's easier for you to deal with the deck. Uh, it doesn't make the yeah, it doesn't make the deck unplayable. Uh, but yeah, it's easier for you to deal with the deck, which is good. It's a good thing. Like, fine, we're we're slowing down the deck. I don't see the reason why you needed to do this. But you know it's done and it's it's fine. Like it is, uh, it is a valid concern. Uh, for me to play, for me to play the killing wave deck against uh at nauseum, man, that's that's a that's a uphill task. For me to play against this deck, uh, it's just it's just as bad. Um, for your deck to play against any other deck is an uphill task. Yeah, it's an uphill task, but I still win. <laughs> but it's an uphill task. Yeah, it's an uphill task. Any deck, any game you play is always an uphill task. God damn it, he drew, he drew so perfectly. One, two, three, and then the fourth, you know, fourth turn uh, just kills you. Okay, the next card that's banned, Splinter Twin. Oh man, this, this one is huge. This one is weird. Like, uh, we haven't been seeing Splinter it, Twin decks come it out. takes out, probably basically kills a deck. 
Yeah, you. Oh, the only other thing that you you can play is um Kiki Jiki. Yeah. That's it. Why? Why would you take out an entire deck from the from the modern? I don't know. Well, there are so many hate cards for Splinter Twin right now. I don't understand. It's, like it's. I think they just want to shake up the format once in a while to see what brings. I mean, they could easily unban the card if they if they <coughs> see that. Oh, I mean, Splinter Twin. The banning was was not. Huge. And, no, but that's the thing. Like Splinter Twin wasn't. It was a uh, Splinter Twin is still a deck, but it's not as powerful as it was before. There are so many other cards to do with it. Rending volley is, rending volley is a good choice. Uh, what rending you volley it? to deal with what? Rending volley to deal with their pestamite, uh, pestamite yeah, or the deceiver exile. This thing is basically any blue creature. It dies. <laughs> Uh, and you can't counter it, and uh, uh, and you can't shift it. And you, the the important part is that you cannot get spell guide to shift the damage over, because spell guide you it's can't. Not, it's yeah, not a legal target. You could, you could, you could mind control the guy, play a rending volley, and then just pay twenty life. Uh, okay. yeah, but it won't do anything. Like the 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 spell won't shift over. Um, yeah. So like that deck's dead. <laughs> well, I think there will be uh, a slower, a slower version of it with, with Kiki, Kiki, Jiki. Yeah, with Kiki Jiki. That's the thing. Like we don't know if it's gonna be. Well, I remember that they used to play Kiki Jiki. Anyways. Yes, you used to play like at least one copy one of Kiki Jiki as a, as a backup. Yeah, substitute um, Splinter Twin. Yeah, it's your Splinter Twin number five. Yeah, and number it's six. just that along the way it got a lot more streamlined and more focused and more draggy. Splinter Twin is actually not. It's really no. Splinter Twin is like those drags. Those you have not played with Splinter Twin. Yeah, it's, I play it, with it's, it's not difficult to go off on the turn they draw Splinter Twin. Of course, that's the thing. Like you go, you know, turn turn three, uh, end of your turn. Oh, you're gonna keep up some mana. No, I'm gonna cast this Deceiver Exile. Because it could tap be down one of your lands. Turn three, end of turn Deceiver, and then and tap then down one of your lands. Splinter Twin, and, and yeah. win the game. So yeah, but you know, you know, if you're so. <laughs> Yeah, here's an anecdote uh, from my f- from one of the friends who play uh, who plays Splinter Twin back in Porto. So the first time he formed the deck, because he's totally blissfully unaware of what happens in uh, in modern. So it's like the first few times that he plays in modern, he just goes turn three Deceiver Exact, turn four Splinter Twin question mark. Oh, okay, you're dead. So he did like just. No, you know, balls to the wall, just, you know, just daring, daring as hell. And just goes in for the kill. Okay. Uh, doesn't play around anything. He's lucky, lucky as hell though. Uh, so yeah, it just doesn't play around anything. If, you know, if you have the removal for it, like, oh, sad face. Oh, you mean he deceivers it main face? No, 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 no. Deceivers end of end turn. End of turn, yeah. And then the next turn, even if you got mana up. Like you will still go right and split, split it twin. And like, mm, do you have the answer? Yes. Okay. Sad face. Then he'll wait for the next time he gets deceiver. So yeah, the, the split the twin in hand. Uh, but you know, you you could not everyone plays like that. In fact, people mostly don't play like that. They have to. They would drag out the game all the way to the point where okay, I. It's definitely really also know how the opponent exactly. is playing. If because. True, if your opponent Essentially, is like your first out. three turns, you can be just serum visions and opponent won't know like, oh, he's playing oh, Splinter Twin. Yeah. Twin. It's uh, because it could be uh, Grixis Delver. 
It could be uh, any other Greek says that. That's true. It's just that, you know, you'll be... Well... It's, it's game two onwards that it, that it becomes draggy. Usually game one, if... Game one, okay. If the game one can is, end is on, not right? as informed and uh, it's not playing uh, cautiously. Correct. Game probably, one can end very yeah, quickly. Tap out at, uh, like, tap turn out at three. turn three, turn two. Yeah, or maybe not even tap out. They might have the removal, but then... They would just use up the mana and then, like, uh, end of turn three, Deceiver comes in, tap your mana and, and something yeah. like uh yeah so you know it okay so game one game one usually it's it's a sweeper but like game two game three there's so many hate cards against splinter twin it doesn't make yeah. sense to bend the bend the deck like this deck will just disappear well, i think i think it's like, also because splinter twin it's one of the easier decks to consistently combo on turn four that's fine then to consistently that should, be able to combo on turn four i think that, they, they but that's fine that should be that should allow new players to come in to test out a combo centric deck you don't want new players to come in and try like summer bloom like th- i'm sure you'll know what the hell to do with summer bloom or ad nauseum yeah Really? No, they're not going to know exactly. Oh, I'm supposed to cast this. Oh, I'm supposed to cast the yeah, what, uh, what's uh, that? Lotus, the... Lotus Veil is it or Lotus? That, no, that, what? What's it? Uh, the that zero mana, the the zero mana, uh, suspend, uh, black lotus. What is it? Uh, it's three. It has a suspend three, and then it's zero it's, mana. It's black suspend. lotus, basically. Yeah, it's black lotus. Oh, you're supposed to cast this three turns. Earlier, alright. Oh, you're not supposed to discard. You're not supposed to, you know, discard so many lands. You're not supposed to play that many lands. Yeah, I'm sure you're gonna push a new player to go and try out ad nauseum and like try to win. No, Splinter Twin is like the most straightforward. Would new players? No, the thing is, would new players play play a combo deck? They could try. Like, I mean, like it's it's a easy combo deck to get into. Uh, even. Even for me to play, uh, my deck is kind of like combo combo ish kill. Even then, that's not simple. You like your you deck. Gotta you mean your deck that's always fighting the uphill battle. The uphill battle, yeah. But you found a, a name for your deck. The no, deck that no fights idea. the uphill battle. <laughs> that's a good name. Yeah, but you know that's the thing. Like even then, playing a deck like that, like you would need uh, sequencing. Yeah, basically. you would need like really good sequencing just to just to pull off the combo. Uh, whereas Splinter Twin is just uh, drop Deceiver Exile or drop Spell Start uh, drop uh, what do you call it? Uh, Pass the mic. Pass the mic. Uh, don't have an answer. Next turn drop um, Twin. Twin. Don't have an answer. Okay, you die. So that's very straightforward. Like, oh, that's what a combo kill is. Cool. And then we'll try building on the deck and like and the more he plays, the more he or she plays, the more they understand uh, what it is. So... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I think it, 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 we'll, we'll see if this ban uh, spawns new, more interesting no, decks. More interesting decks. I, I guess I, do, I won't say it spawn, it'll spawn more interesting decks. I think it will get overrun by current decks that had problems with it before. For example, Green Red Tron. Always had problems with Splinter Twin. Always had problems with Summer Blue. Tron is getting a lot more powerful. Yeah, Tron uh, has gotten a hell lot powerful. New Eldrazi's and... Uh, Kozilek's Return Kozilek's is return. so good in um, that deck. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's... Can't it's, wait to, to I, see. I, man, I don't understand. I, I really didn't understand uh, like why you why you need to get rid of Summer Bloom or why you need to get rid of... I think Kozilek's Return is overhyped though. 
Uh, it's it's a powerful card. Yes, probably it's overhyped, but it's gonna overhyped big time. Yeah, but the money has to go into some somewhere in the set. And close it like thought not in home. Thought here is gonna be uh, it's a rare, it's a rare. It can't go that high. I hope it goes <coughs> to Kalitas. Kalitas. So I can sell mine. <laughs> Kalitas might be uh might be a four dollar like he's not gonna, make back your pack. He's not gonna be <laughs> worth anything. Sphinx of his final word, man. It's the ultimate like it's better than Polation. You know, I had a discussion Sleeper with somebody music, else. Crush yeah, I, of tentacles. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, honestly I, I wouldn't be surprised. be surprised. Uh okay, so right, so Splinter Twin Band, Summer Bloom Band. Sorry folks. Uh, if uh, yeah, had so these. I'm quite excited for more than. So those people who have split it twin decks, like I, I know one guy in Porto is just gonna just like. Gonna, well, I mean, if he if he's this. playing playing more, he's probably gonna just try other builds, and I'm sure the pros will. He'll probably he'll they probably will, switch will, it to a Grixis Delver. They will still try to make it work with Kiki, and then if it really doesn't work, well, it's, burn yeah. the deck. <laughs> nah, just hold on to it. I'm sure they'll unban split the twin sooner or later. Yeah. Uh okay, um, so yeah, let's and move then on. I think, sorry, still at modern. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. That, I think, uh, scape shift. Lots of people. Oh yeah, playing. yeah. I I a lot of people, people have have problems with scape shift. No, I, I think they are the twin players are probably switching to scape shift. Why? They should be switching to Grixis Delver. The the deck base is about the same as Grixis Delver. No, because they want to try something new, and because scape shift is very expensive now. Uh, Do you know Scape Shift is? No, I have no clue. How $50? much? Fifty dollars. What? Yeah. Let me. Oh, good thing I held on to my copy of my copy of Scape Shift then. Woo! Yeah. That's. I'm glad I bought mine for the day. Uh, yes, forty eight ninety nine. Forty eight ninety nine. What? Goodness. The... What happened? It was. People? It was twenty five. Yeah. Yeah, I did sell. That's the thing. I I bought two copies, for I think. Uh, 20 sing a piece I have a feeling uh, I sold off mine at 25 euros so I made uh, quite a bit of money on one of the copies uh, man but this is no I sold mine for 28 euros oh no sorry euros. I meant I meant to say emulate players probably playing, playing, playing scape shift oh yeah 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 okay yeah. so yeah that I understand sorry. you see so like splinter twin like the deck the deck base they're just gonna add in black and go into uh, delver Delver territory yeah. and we were talking about combo deck scape shift is a combo deck yeah scape shift is a combo deck uh, now you see scape shift is also a very straightforward um, combo deck like okay I need to get Valakut uh, and then I need to get a whole bunch of mountains in play and cast because scape, scape shift. shift scape shift is not the kind of combo deck that you do on turn 4 you need mm. to ram you need to have enough, yeah, you need enough mana ram. and then scape shift the lands needed yeah so, so you need you know, you need Valakut went up as well just saying. Oh yeah, of course. I still can't find my goddamn Valakuts. Damn it. You had the playset, right? I had two. I had two, three. I had, I had at least two copies somewhere. I remember you had the promo one as well. And yeah. no, I, we no, bought you, you guys bought the promo. Yeah, you guys brought, bought me the promo copy. I have no clue where it is right now. You suck. I did not sell it off. I would not sell off a card like this. I, I'm uh, glad I had my copy with me. God damn it. Yeah. Uh, okay, so let's move on to Commander. 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 EDH. I've not been playing it for a while. Yeah. Oh yeah, this EDH game, short EDH game that we were playing during the pre-release. That was fun. What was We the... were playing a 2HG with Titania and uh, 
you were using oh yeah 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 uh, something using, with windfall uh, uh, I was using anima and you were using titania so yeah. turn 2 uh, was it a turn 2 or turn 3 turn, I think it was turn 3 three. Three. turn 3 okay yeah. so <laughs> turn 2 was uh, the lotus that, that well, snake basically the lotus cobra lotus into cobra. fetches into a shit ton of ram and then uh, you did a and windfall then I windfall your hand back to 7 and then I kept casting shit and then cast the garuk to <laughs> replenish my hand again basically that's hilarious and then at that time I had like Titanus out and then and this happened on turn 3 yeah, by the way turn so 4 was like swinging no yeah and then I drew I drew into a concordant crossroads which one? It's oh, the one yeah, mana yeah, yeah. that gives haste. So I had I like could <laughs> yeah, do like twenty five thirty three, damage on turn on uh, turn, turn three. Turn three. I'm like what just happened? Like yeah. opponent just like, what just happened? And after and then after that it's like oh okay the uh, we got it, yeah, we gotta start the next game. So uh, well, yeah, that was, that Edwin was, was the only one who managed to play some magic. View, 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 view. It was like, just, what just happened? Like, all photos just looked at us like, hmm, okay. I was just ramping my dad. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, that was fun. That was, that was, that was bad. Uh, okay, so, Commander. Commander, uh, well, let's, let's talk about the band. band first. Okay. Prophet of Kufrix. Jeez, man. About damn time. Yeah, I know. I know, right? Like, goddamn profit players. And you know who you are. You know how disgusting this card is. If you're playing against this card, it's gross. If you're playing with this card, you feel dirty. Yeah, it, it has come to a point where I, I consciously avoid the card. Avoid playing with the card. Yeah, because, because you're going to draw it, a big it, it target just doesn't, on your It just doesn't feel... Well, it's not about that. It's just... Uh, uh, it doesn't, doesn't feel it doesn't, right. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't feel right. It yeah. doesn't. It doesn't make games any more enjoyable. Yeah, exactly. In Commander, so, uh, it's it's well, it's it's a very strong card. And if there were some like removal for it, uh, if there was some way to like get rid of it, uh, easily it in has Commander, to, is, it would be great. But you, you know, you had to get rid of it the turn it comes down. Yeah. Otherwise, when your opponent is done with his turn, he untaps. He can protect it. Yeah. For sure. So, uh, you know, it's it's an uphill task. Like, you don't, you know, it's not even a trigger where, oh... Uh, Make quote number two. Yeah. Hashtag, it's an uphill task. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's it's not even a trigger. It, the lands untap when your lands untap, which means that he can immediately, he or she can immediately protect it. Like, no matter what you're going to throw at it, you know, everybody's going to be focused on that guy. Like, oh, we're going to exile that. Yeah, like, oh, we're going to get rid of that. It's gonna, it's not going to be fun. And even if you don't, and shit. then if you don't get rid of that, like, what do you do? You phantasmal image or you, you know, you clone you that, try to that thing. have and then, a copy of that. Yeah, and then both of you are playing. Both of you basically have two times mana each turn. So, uh, or like X times mana each turn, depending on how many players there are. So, it's not, it's not fun at all. Like, it, does it derails games uh way too much um and very i still sp- think they should bring back silver and primordial silver and primordial is the one that destroys lands uh, that's very unfun that's an unfun thing to do yeah, it destroys right. lands and things so uh, yeah it destroys lands and then gives you more lands so that's that's a bit uh, that's a little bit too much unfun uh but yeah I, you know the whole idea of it is just it's not fun to play with. Um, uh, their reasoning is that, yeah, it's fine 
it 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 would have been fine if casual groups could find a way to Deal to combat it. it yeah. yeah, you know the path is not as path is not as powerful as as it can be, and not every deck can run path. Uh, not every deck can run like remove, the plow you know? shares. Yeah. Uh, uh, killing it, putting it in the graveyard. No, blue green has ways to get it back. So yeah, and blue green is a very powerful it's a very powerful color combination it's got denial and it's got universal removal so uh you know just it's it's tough uh there was something in the article that was all right it's it becomes problematic when profit becomes uh the 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 reason why you build a blue green deck versus why uh oh profit's good because you're building a blue green deck you know so that's that's the philosophy like you, behind you the band you, you will actively will... look for a blue green commander just so just you can put you profit, profit yeah. yeah so that's that's bad i mean like from the get-go that's bad the philosophy of you building your deck uh that way that's just you know straight well, up i don't think it's bad bad but it's a way to justify the banning of profit yeah. yeah, that's how I look at it. I mean, profit it, is a, it's not a fun card to play. Yeah, it's just it's just not fun. Anyway, okay. Uh, let's move on to rule number four. Some rule num- some rule changes. Um, rule number four. One generation restriction. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, this one's interesting. Let's talk about what this rule is about before it got back. Before it got before back. it got changed. Yeah. Okay. So. Rule number four is basically whenever you change, whenever your lands can produce only mana that your commander are from the color identity of your commander. So, for example, if let's say you had a mono green deck, mono green deck, and you have forbidden orchard, yeah, yeah, you got forbidden orchard, it could only produce green green. or or colorless. So, if you try to make it produce. any other color. Uh, any other color, yeah. yeah. It'll be colorless. Uh, so when people play like Contamination, is it Contamination? Yeah. So well, uh, so basically, if if you're playing, uh, if you have lands that tap for any any color, basically... Uh, any other color. Yeah, City of Brass. You know, yeah. yeah. You, you can only pay for green. So opponent can hive mine and then use a different color pack on you and just and you just, know, and just the game, mess yeah. you up yeah so with the new rule change um your lands that produce any color can produce any color yep they could produce black they could uh, produce oh yeah. well basically produce any color so in a mono green deck you could produce all the other four colors uh, as long as the the, the land that has no mana symbol that's not your commander's identity yeah okay so now confusing the, much yeah so now the new yeah the new rule is that you can produce uh, those color mana okay so A to combat uh, things like contamination to combat things like um, uh, Celestial Dawn but Celestial Dawn allowed you to play uh, yeah to combat things like Celestial Dawn uh, you still get white mana when you tap your lands. Uh, to combat things like um, what's that? Um, uh, yeah, packs. Uh, you know, hive mind and packs and stuff like that. Uh, but the most important one is that it stops producing colorless mana because the cards in this new set 
all yes, require you to produce colors mana. mana. So if you want to produce colors mana, you need you to do it the hard way. You need to have lands that produce colorless mana. Yeah. So you can't have like multicolored lands and like, oh, I'm gonna produce like uh, in a I'm pay blue and yeah. then that blue is it's gonna, gonna become gonna be colorless, colorless because <laughs> of the rule. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's still flavorful, but uh, you know, it's yeah, it it prevents you from um, exploiting the rule. Uh, it becomes it it kind of becomes a bit complicated, but it's you know it's better than. Uh, it's better than yeah, better than the alternative, because there are a lot of cards that will require you to have colorless colorless mana. Uh, you know, if Reality Smasher, you could consistently cast Reality Smasher without having any colorless lands in your deck. Uh, just multicolored lands in your deck. Uh, that would be you know that would be cheating essentially. Uh, and guess what? Because of this, Chromatic Lantern went up from really. Yeah, Chromatic oh, Lantern shit. is now like seven fifty. I just bought. I just bought a few copies of Chromatic Lantern. Oh ha, yeah, you're right. You're see? right. Predicting Man, the, the future. Be... Predicting oh, the yeah, future. The didn't go up a lot. The foil didn't go up a lot. Like the foil was already very expensive yeah, because of it. Yeah, I, I still want to get a copy of the foil. Yeah, it needs to go. I need to foil up my Zedru deck. Uh, but yeah, chromatic lantern shot up by uh by fifty percent. Like some, it was uh, oh, it, it was, was just about no three four dollars. Uh, I believe it was about five bucks. Okay, and now it's like seven fifty or maybe I don't know, like four four or five bucks. <coughs> so yeah, it did like because of this rule change. Now you know every EDH deck wants to run uh chromatic lantern Chromatic-Lantern. so that you can produce any colored mana. Uh, good thing I got my copy early. Ha <laughs> Yep. I'm smart. Uh, I I foresaw this. Actually, no, I for I didn't foresee this. You were just lucky. I was lucky. It's the same thing that happened with Damnation. Like right before the right yeah, before, before the eighty dollars spike. Like oh wow, what? Uh, all right. And the last uh change the rules of uh the mulligan for, rule. Yeah, it's the mulligan rule. Uh, they want to encourage you to stop doing the uh the partial Paris Mulligan, uh, in favor of doing the Vancouver Mulligan, which is uh, and you'll get the first one free. So the Vancouver Mulligan is the one that we're using currently for standard modern for competitive play. Uh, for but you don't get the first one free. Yeah, just that you don't get the first one free. So, uh, Vancouver Mulligan allows you to scry. Yeah. Uh, if you don't have seven cards in your opening hand, this so they want to change it such that it's if your opening hand's crap and you want a mulligan, you shuffle everything back into the library, but you get the first one free, so you get you get seven cards back again. Uh, as opposed to the partial Paris, where you you know you get rid of X number of cards and you draw X minus one back. Uh, most play groups they will do uh, free partial Paris for the first one so you discard X cards you get you X, X cards, cards you know. yeah. and those cards get shuffled back either put on the bottom, bottom of the library, library or they get shuffled back into the deck um, so it, uh, I don't know how this affects we haven't tried it out yet um, for I think, it, I think it's better than uh, partial Paris it's a lot fairer it's a lot fairer it, it does uh, you know it does you, you won't uh, 
Well, basically, you won't scalp your hand. You won't scalp yeah, your hand yeah, that, that readily. So uh, it does help. It does help with games making games more random, more fair. Uh, they say here that um, the for the uh, what you call it partial Paris method with 36, 37 lands uh, in the deck. Uh, the deck was successful, basically defined as playing a fourth land on turn four. It was successful 89% of the time uh, versus a multiplayer Vancouver uh, at 86%. Okay. Uh, but yeah, the partial Paris, uh, yeah. So 86%, 89%, not much of a, di- not much of a difference. Uh, they say that it came at a cost of about uh, a fifth of a card on average. So that's okay. Um, yeah. So 86%, 89% is okay. Uh, people are still free to use, uh, you know, whatever whatever mulligan rule they want. It's EDH fine. is a, it's, it, it's whatever you make of it. Like you have house, you have house rules. House uh, is, Yeah, we uh, ban, our play group, we ban, uh, Sorin Markov. Sorin Markov and, Sarah uh, Ascendant. Yeah, Sarah Ascendant. Even in multiplayer, like we ban Sarah Ascendant. Change the life. Uh, change the life to 10. No, that one's okay. I, I think we haven't, did we talk about that? I think so. Yeah. I don't remember. Anyway, yeah. So, uh, no, we banned that for the two, one of the two-headed giant. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. One of the two-headed giant tournaments. Well, sorry, Markov is powerful. It's yeah. just not fun. It's, yeah. It's a six it's, mana deal 30 damage. <laughs> potentially deal more than 30 damage. Yeah, so, oh, yeah. yeah, potentially deal more yes. than 30 damage. You're right. Uh, okay, so, yeah, that's it. Um, the only problem I see with the uh with this uh new change is that you gotta shuffle your deck a lot more. Well, okay, at the end they say it's not an official rule, but we recommend setting your hands, your mulliganing away aside and drawing till you get a keeper. And oh, okay, that's... I think I think that's good as well. So you you also do not scalp your hands yeah basically. you're not scalping your hands you, you but, don't shuffle uh, cards back and then in hopes and, of drawing seven and then you might just cards. draw back those seven like, cards you, you might just draw back a couple of those seven cards that you wanted to keep and five new cards yeah yeah so, so uh, uh, well well it's what you make of it yeah um, EDH yeah EDH commander you can play whatever you want man yes. you can just no there are no such thing as mulligans in EDH you just draw yeah I mean if your hand really sucks well just shuffle your deck and just draw and just you know, just make sure you you have a decent hand to to have fun. Yeah, and make sure you know your play group agrees with uh, whatever you've decided. So yeah. Uh, okay, so that's it for this week, I suppose. Uh, we only talk about the bands and the bands and the bands. We'll be back next week, uh, hopefully with an interesting interview. Uh, either it'll be next week or next next week. Who knows? We'll see. We'll see. Uh, depends on we'll when. See. Yeah. We'll see. Anyway, uh, so you've been listening to the Power 9 Podcast. Uh, remember, every week you can find new episodes Power9Podcast.com. I've recently updated the the settings on our on our page or on our podcast host. Uh, it previously restricted the last twenty episodes oh. of the podcast, so I changed it to a thousand episodes. Yes, so you can we only have forty six episodes. Yeah, we, 
uh, I'm being optimistic here. So yeah. Uh, so thanks, thanks to Jonathan for pointing out that hey, where are episodes number one to twenty six? Shout out to Jonathan. Yeah. Uh, so he just like our post. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. Uh, okay. So. Yeah, you can find us on power9podcast.com. You can find us on mtgcast.com. You can find us on iTunes and Stitcher. And if you're on iTunes, please leave us a review. Uh, rate the show. It'll be, uh, it'll be great for the show. Um, what else do I want to say? Uh, you can find us on facebook.com slash power9podcast. You can find us on Instagram at power9podcast. And you can find us on Twitter at Power9Podcast. The 9 is a number 9. Uh, you can also find Edwin at The Blood Artist and you can find myself at The Asian Judge. I was going to say something else. Uh, I just want to add on. If you're listening to us on Facebook, I don't know, remember to share. Oh yeah. Share yeah. with your friends. Share. Well, sharing wherever you're listening to us to share with your friends. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. We, we post a lot on... We, post the podcast a lot on Facebook but I think uh, yeah, most of the time is uh, on MTGcast a lot of our listeners are on mtgcast.com uh, so if you do enjoy the show please share it with your friends uh, we don't talk about things particularly very educational or informational uh, but yeah if you like two guys goofing around uh, having no idea what they're doing and this is the about, show yeah, this is the show for you this is the show for you uh, sometimes it's three and sometimes it's four guys and usually it's guys because there are no women in magic uh man i'm gonna get flamed for that for not sure. true the, for sure man um no some of our, some of my best friends who play in magic they are they are women and they are very very good really yeah man they, who are your best friends who play magic they are uh, nuno's girlfriend plays magic uh, she be, just became a judge really? level one judge yep uh well just by by just I mean quite a few quite a while ago I just remembered that they, she just became a judge. Uh, uh which means that she will stop playing magic again. Oh Why? well. Uh anyway so uh that's the end of our episode for myself and Edwin we're signing off. Bye bye. Ciao.